0: Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And a very happy 2022 to you all. And we do hope, and we of course being myself, Melanie Walker here in Johannesburg and Jenny Baxter in Antibes in France. We hope that you had... A great festive season that you all managed to get through it and that this year is going to be a little bit more gentle on you and everybody else than the last two years have been around the world. So, I mean, I think we've all been in the same boat. Um, some of us are in much nicer places, <laughs> which is where Jenny is, well, of course. I mean, she's, she's obviously having, um, winter time at the moment. How is your winter doing, Janella Willefella?
1: Hello Mel. Happy, happy new year. And I agree with everything and I hope twenty twenty two is just gonna be so filled with better things. Um for all of us. Hey, our our winter's been pretty cool. I went to London, as you know. You know my passport arrived just after our last podcast. So they did that in less than twenty four hours. Amazing. But that was the British. Um went to England. Everybody had COVID, like wherever I went, the next morning people would phone me and say, Oh, I'm so sorry. I just tested positive. Or I went to dinner one night with about eight people. Four of them were testing positive, but nobody was feeling that sick, you know? So, mm. so it was carry on as usual. And it was very festive. Saw so a lot of South Africans, which was brilliant. And yeah, it was very joyous. And, and
0: your Good. Christmas and New Year? Very chilled. Stall in Rustoch, as they would say here. I just really decided i I think I've told you, I'm I'm a bit of the Christmas Grinch. Yeah. For me <laughs> You know, I'd rather celebrate people's birthdays than 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 uh, the birthday of somebody I didn't know, um, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I suppose some people might take offence to, but um, you know, we Catholic girls are like that. No, um, but, but oh, New Year's—I was in bed early on New Year I, I just like really didn't feel like. Well, why should I go out and do anything? It wasn't. It just wasn't. There. Oh, you know, Look, it was fine.
1: amazing in London. They banned the official fireworks, but yeah. at least 20 to 30, it must have been private companies because they were huge fireworks. I was at Stan's Place up in Hampstead, looking mm. out over the whole of London, and from left to right was, apart from the little area where the official ones would have been, was just for half an hour, just fireworks erupting across the whole horizon. Just just really, I think in in England, they are really just ready to move on, you know? And yeah, it was very positive. But, you know, an interesting thing happened to me at the airport as well. Just be, before we left and we were queuing up in Nice, there was this big man, big burly man, who started talking to us, an American accent, and... And I had a South African accent. So he said, oh, nobody's very happy with you South Africans at the moment. You know, you've, you've messed up travel for everybody. So I kind of dealt with that. And then he said that he worked at Shell. So I, so I said to him, I said, well, nobody's very happy with you right now. And, <laughs> um, and it was amazing. I, you know, I explained to him what had happened. And he yeah, he stuck up for Shell. So anyway, he didn't sit next well, to us on the,
0: the, boat, the boat is back in Cape Town. It uh, docked a couple of days ago, I think, in Cape Town. So <laughs> it's not doing its blasting at the moment after yes, the,
1: fantastic. the whole
0: thing with the court case and being upheld and everything. But, of course, there's been fireworks here <laughs> in South Africa <laughs> at Parliament. with, um, well, should we just say fire? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fire at Parliament. I think so many people are devastated about it. And then there was somebody who went on radio or I, mean, I don't know what radio or TV station it was that he went on. Yeah. And he was literally saying, no, we must burn down everything that all of these colonialists actually built. No. We're like, hang on a second. They may have designed it, but, um, you know, the country built it. And yeah. this is something that you are, you are only caretakers for the next generation of these things. And... You know, some people, you just you can't do anything with them. Just rip off their arm and hit them with a the wet end, I think. It would be way to go. But it is, it is so sad that, I mean, you know, Parliament is going to have to move out. And then there's this whole thing about, um, I think that uh, Uncle Cyril went on and said, yeah, no. Well, you know, the sprinkler system wasn't working, and then suddenly somebody went, "Oh dear, um, if the sprinkler system wasn't working, then the insurance is not going to pay." Oh no, no, but the, the sprinkler system was working. So yes, who knows what's actually with. going?
1: It was allegedly tampered yeah. with. What, what I, um, what I did find very funny was when President Ramaposa. Kind of, I don't know, accidentally said, and he says he didn't really mean it the way it was taken, but he did say, at least because the firefighters responded and the emergency workers responded mm. so quickly to the fire. He said, Oh, you know, at least there's one city and one province that is working. And, um, of course, it's a DA led city and a DA led. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was a kind of weird thing to say. And, and also not a great thing to say. You've got nine provinces and you're saying only one of them works. And, and he was saying <laughs> that to be grateful. It's like, no. Yeah.
0: Hello. Well, I mean, we've got three, apparently three working fire engines in the whole of Gauteng. So, I mean, that's that's quite scary. Um, <laughs> but anyway, at least you are. So uh, it's just sad, though. It's just sad to see. I mean, first of all, what happened a couple of years ago at UCT and how much was lost. And I mean, I, they still haven't even worked out what's been lost by the fire in Parliament. But let's hope that they, they resolve it quickly. I'm pretty sure that the indigent man who broke in there was not carrying a bomb, which has been... <laughs> <laughs> the latest thing that's been said where would he get a bond from if he has nowhere to live
1: it's funny his middle name is christmas um oh,
0: shame it's
1: shame but yeah very interesting that i mean if it if it really was him uh, surely he didn't plot and do it all on his own but anyway we don't know let's
0: let's hope that the hawks work it all out yeah, and let's hope that sometimes that they may actually leave some security guards or people on duty in the buildings instead of telling everybody to go home to save money. Especially, well, I suppose most of the people went home because they hadn't been paid. But anyway, that's beside the point. What's happening with the state capture report? Have you heard anything new on that?
1: Well, well, that's just kind of, um, you know, what What we're all hoping for is the exposure of the truth and everything, you know, like with mm. this parliament fire. And, you know, it's been going on. On the 9th of January, it'll be four years since the commission was kind of put together, mm. the commission of inquiry, which was presided over by Judge Zondo. And he's now compiled a three-part report on, I think there were over 300 interviews altogether over the mm-hmm. last few years. At the first part of the report he handed over officially to President Ramaphosa yesterday. And, you know, they're saying this is now the beginning of retribution and, and you know, people being brought to court. However, Ramaphosa says that he won't start any proceedings or anything until he's read all three. Of the reports. So he'll get mm-hmm. the next one in, uh, in the end of January and the third one in February. But in the okay. meantime, he said, you know, this really belongs to the people of South Africa. And if anybody wants to act upon any information in the report, you can read it on the presidency, a pretty huge document. It's all about SAA and, you know, some mm-hmm. really interesting revelations there for anybody who wasn't watching. The commission.
0: Well, I wasn't. So, but my friend's daughter, who's um, going into second year at um, Wits and is doing politics, is reading through. <laughs> she's decided she's reading the entire report. So I'll just get all all the updates from her. I'll ask her to
1: like summarize, just like bullet point the most important things for the rest of us who want to read it but just don't have the time. Just
0: don't have the time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyway, so those are the the things that are happening here in uh, the main stories here in South Africa and the New Year's here and hope. hopefully Hopefully 2022 will be good. Um, What news have you got for expats?
1: I think everybody's been pretty excited in the United States, in Germany, and several other countries. But I think Germany started yesterday lifting the restrictions on South Africa and other Southern African nations. So, so now it's normal travel. You're, you know, you still need to show your vaccination or proof that you've recovered in the last six months from COVID, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the travel between those countries is now a lot easier. So South Africa can get its. Uh, tourism dollars, Mm. and one of the people from America to come out to South Africa has been Trevor Noah, and mm-hmm. so he's been posting some gorgeous photos with his girlfriend, Minka Kelly, in the wildlands and oh, at a beautiful restaurant overlooking the beach. I mean, you look at Trevor's photos and you really want to travel to South Africa.
0: Oh, the lifestyles of the rich and aimless, hey?
1: <laughs> Although he is so not aimless. And then there's one, the, the really cool photo overlooking the beach was actually taken by Will Smith. Really? Yeah, the American actor. So, so he's currently in Namibia filming a nature series called Welcome to Earth, and he's been loving Namibia. And Tom Cruise has also been in Namibia. There was a. Really? Yeah, remember he filmed The Mummy there in like 2016. The Mummy. Do you remember that? I don't. Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah.
0: The mummy? No,
1: Something it wasn't in that. He, he filmed something in 2016 there. Anyway, he, he was back there and did a stunning photo at a restaurant with all the staff who had obviously just loved having him there.
0: Well, have you got all of these pictures up on um, SA People, by the way?
1: They're going up today.
0: Oh, fantastic. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see, and I see that, um, Oti Mabuse has also been around. I mean, I know, um, if anybody has not watched Strictly Come Dancing in England, um, what rock have you been living under? <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite shows. And it's and, available um, on
1: Showmax in, in South Africa.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. a couple
1: of weeks later.
0: Later than it is on the BBC program on DSTV, but I mean OT is just fantastic. And so, where, where has she been?
1: Well, as soon as England dropped the restrictions with South Africa, she decided to surprise her family, and she filmed it. So, oh. um, so we've got it on the site. It's just so beautiful. You know, she hadn't seen them. For three years and she hadn't been to South Africa for four years, so it was it's incredibly moving and oh, makes me oh. cry just thinking about it the video Oh,
0: that's so lovely. yeah Okay, so now we go on to things where <laughs> culture we get onto a bit of culture here. Um, and I did see this story that Mandela's cell key was an on was auction.
1: Yeah, it's, it's on auction this month at, um, Guernsey's in New York. So we spoke about the auction before. There are quite a few yes. things on auction. His former, the, the, the keeper who he made friends with. Mm. Uh, who was a lot younger than him. Remember, he was a teenager at the time, I think. Yes. He had the key for Mandela's cell and had had put it into the auction. And people were saying, you know, the the auctioneers were saying that they think it could fetch as much as a million pounds. However, South Africa's culture minister is trying to prevent the sale going ahead. She says the the key belongs to the nation, you know, and not to Hmm. an individual person. So we'll watch
0: okay. that. Right. Okay. And um, I was, I, I was so lucky that two days ago. And I don't know if you remember one of the the great journo's here in South Africa. He was with um, Bilt and then with the Citizen, Vessel Uistesen. Yeah. Very much like he did. He shot everything across the board. So I had a cup of coffee with him the other morning, because he brought out a book a couple of years ago called Die Busman van Fall. Okay. Cause he comes from this little place called Fall, which is just, um, past Heidelberg, south of Johannesburg. Yeah. And he's now doing another book, which is the story of, uh, it's all in Afrikaans. So it's a story of the newspaper man, um, in pictures and in writing and print, uh, and things like that. I'm not going to try and, and remember the title right now. So of course he, he wanted to see me because I'm going into his book again. So I said to him, well, instead of just putting me with the beauty queens, why I see that you've got a living Newton John. And you have Winnie Mandikizela Mandela also in the book. I said, you should put the three of us together because we all have the same birthday. So now I'm <laughs> making him redo his book. But while I was sitting with him and, and he was, I was just looking through what he's putting into the book because a lot of the stuff he doesn't have the pictures, but he has the pools from the newspaper. So he's put the pieces of newspaper. So there's all the different news and it's actually really going to be quite an exciting book to see. I can't wait to see yeah, the finished product. But one of the pictures was... When he was at the Olympics, and I can't remember which Olympics, but everybody was focused, I think, on Thorpe. Okay. And he was, he was sitting next to doing photographs next to the American photographer and he happened to vessel, of course, being South African yeah. was following Chad LaClose. Oh. And that was when he won. And the, oh. the American photographer said, did you get that? And he said, of course, I was following him. He's a South African. And, of course, he was the only person who got the picture because everybody else was on the American.
1: Oh, amazing. That's beautiful. And the reason I'm
0: going into Chad LaClose, of course, is that um, he got silver in the 100-meter butterfly?
1: Yes, yes, at yeah. the at the World Short Course Champs in Abu Dhabi. So while we've all been having a holiday, Chad was still swimming. and And he also yeah. got a bronze medal as well in the 200 meters. So, well done, uh, Chad. Well done,
0: Chad. Yeah, <laughs> yes. keep swimming. Just keep <laughs> swimming. Just keep swimming. I oh, can call me Dory from here on in. All right, and then there are also two South Africans who are currently on the covers of international music magazines. Who are they and why are they on the covers?
1: There's there's Soprano, Pretty Yende. You know, yeah. uh, she had the controversy in Paris recently. And the flutist, uh, Wouter who Wouter Kellerman. yes. yes. Who we also he won a, hasn't he just
0: won a, another... Hasn't he just won another Emmy?
1: Yes. Yes, I think we not Emmy. What do
0: you call it? A Grammy. Grammy, Sorry, Grammy. Grammy.
1: Uh, Yes, I think we spoke about it last month or the month before when he was in New York. So exciting! So they both on the covers. I mean, to to have a South African on the cover of one of those magazines is amazing. Oh, I don't have the name off the top of my head, but they are top international magazines. Uh, You'll put them up on the site. It it is. Oh, yeah, it's Opera Now and um, the Flutist or something.
0: Flutist. Yeah, you know, maybe something like that. Anyway,
1: maybe, maybe. And then, and then I was, th- you know, because everybody was so happy about us having two South Africans there, I was thinking, I'm sure Elon Musk is on the cover of some magazine right now, because he mm-hmm. always is. And when I was in London, they've got the Tatler magazine there, and mm-hmm. Charlene Wittstock, Princess Charlene, she's, she was on the cover of Tatler. So, um, yeah, we're selling a lot of magazines for people.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. talking about Tatler, what, what's the story about the five best villas in the world?
1: Well, they've got a special. oh, Look, I'll show you. It's just so beautiful. They've got. They've got this special. <laughs> of course not. It's doesn't just... work
0: that well when you, you you're doing talking about <laughs> it, but I can see the pictures. Well, I'm showing yeah. Melanie because it's just <laughs> stunning. It
1: just makes you want to go holiday. And it's a, a, it's the travel guide for 2022 with 101 of the best hotels in the world, and of the top five villas in the world, they have selected De Graf Estate owner's villa which is in Stellenbosch mm. and it and apparently has brilliant artwork as well as well as well as exquisite food etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: so oh this, as yeah, said, I said the lives the lifestyles there. of the lifestyle <laughs> I, I aspire to still no not actually I'm quite happy with my lifestyle okay and then and what is <laughs> this I'm not even going to try and and pronounce this word
1: it's the matador network
0: oh and, okay and,
1: and, and so they do travel pieces. It's a website that does uh, travel pieces internationally and is hugely successful and drives a lot of tourism. And, mm. um, and the founder. Actually traveled to South Africa in December. When everybody else cancelled, he decided to go ahead. And, and so his article is called something like, I traveled to South Africa during Omicron or, you know, and it's a really, really flattering article about South Africa and just how beautiful it was, how well everybody was handling it. And actually the first time he actually felt fearful was when he got back to the airport in America. (laughs) So um,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, And 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 he praised the
1: hospitality of South Africans. And I, I think it will do a lot as well for tourism.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um the local good news as we, we've already mentioned up at the top of the show, of course, was about um Michelle's seismic survey being halted. And yes. let, hopefully it will remain that way. Because um I mean it is I don't care what people say, I do believe that it's devastating to marine life. You know, and and frankly, as we've we've um discussed before, is that um if South Africa's been getting going to get off fossil fuels, we shouldn't be looking for them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what Shell did say when the Makanda court, you know, said they had to halt while they review everything on the marine life and the rights mm-hmm. of the, the neighbourhood communities. Shell did say, we aim to minimise the impact of our projects on the environment and to be a good neighbour wherever we work by contributing to the well-being of neighbouring communities. So, so they are reviewing and they are hopefully looking at Better ways to go forward.
0: Mhm. Let, well, let's just see how that goes, shall we? <laughs> 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 All right, but other good news as well. I mean, there's there's been some lovely stories that have been coming out.
1: Oh, I know. That, I mean, there was a, a dog who knows how long it had been stuck on top of a, a building at Stellenbosch University, and Stellenbosch Fire Department went and rescued it uh, this week. And then there was just this amazing uh, horse rescue yesterday. The horse was stuck on a little sandy island in the middle of the Vol River and had been there since at least the 31st of December. So it was there for at least five days. And this little sand was just getting smaller and smaller because, you know, there's been a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Yeah, so they were really worried that by today the little island would be would be gone. And what is amazing is just like with Shell, where, you know, all of South Africa came together. So many South Africans came together. There were two guys who actually drove from Johannesburg to Barclay West, I think it is. Barclay Mm -hmm. East, I'm not sure. Well, there is one of each. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's a Barclay. They drove from Johannesburg because the one guy, Paolo, really believed that he could save the horse. And so there were various options. And what he did is he took a rubber ducky and hmm. a, a beautiful local vet went and sedated the horse and they put it on the rubber ducky and, and pulled, pulled him
0: back it in. in. Oh. Yeah.
1: So well done to everybody involved there. Absolutely amazing. Yeah.
0: And and the lifesavers ma- must rescue. And I mean, we, we obviously, we've spoken to the people from Feltzken uh, about their pink thing with the pink boys. Yeah. The pe- they've got around the place that people have sponsored, and they've put, well, I mean, Felskun have been putting money into that from the sales of their specific pluckies. So, I, I mean, lifesavers over this time of the, uh, um, you know, during the holiday season, they must really have their work cut out for them.
1: It's so hectic. I mean, I think that there were many amazing lifesavers, but at uh, Amanzum Toti Pipeline Beach there Mm -hmm. was such a crowd and about 15 to 20 people, I think that they were standing on the edge and then the waves, it was just such, such severe conditions and the waves actually took the people, you know, so they weren't actually swimming, they were standing.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, and they got taken out. And yeah, and, the, and we've got the video on the site, the lifesavers did an incredible job that really could have gone so badly. So well done to them. And, yeah, well, thank uh, you to I mean, we, we don't always helping.
0: Yeah, we, we don't actually appreciate them. You see them sitting on the beach and you just think, oh, ah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And then the only time you notice them is when they're whistling at people to get back <laughs> between <laughs> yeah. the boys again. <laughs> You're telling us what to do. That's where anarchy will not work. All right, so what have we got coming up in the way of entertainment? Um, I know we've already spoken about what's available, and you can watch um, Strictly Come Dancing on Showmax. But there's been some wonderful stuff, and we, I know that we've been – I can't remember. I've been watching so much, and I even watched The Bucket List again, which was great fun. I hadn't seen it for a while.
1: Yeah, there are a few old things that are, are on. There's also A Star Is Born, if you missed it at the movies. That's on on, on Netflix at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. everybody seems to be talking about the lost daughter. I found it a little bit slow, but, um, oh, you know, you know that British actress who, who acted as the queen on the crown? Yes. So she's very, very good. What is her name?
0: Um, Gillian Anderson. (laughs) <laughs> she played Thatcher, she was Maggie
1: hey? Thatcher she was Maggie Thatcher yeah. oh gosh I just, but I know
0: which one you mean yeah, yeah. So, I'm so she's Brain in failed.
1: it she's, she's really good I mean I, I think I think it could it could win Oscars like it's that good however mm-hmm. for me it was just a little slow and then of course there's the South African animation made by Triggerfish Cape Town's triggerfish called Seal Team, which we spoke about before, with yes. Dolph Lundgren as the dolphin. Dolphin Lundgren, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to call him that from here on in. Yeah, We'll find off the names, and that's their name from here on in. Done. And,
1: and Seal the musician is is the seal. Is a seal. <laughs> so um, so that's, that's on at the moment. And then on Showmax, coming up will be Housewives of Durban, a second season because the first season was just so popular, and that's mm-hmm. available around the world. And then for you in South Africa, I don't know if you've started watching Why Women Kill at all.
0: I saw it was, no, I haven't watched that. I've, I've, I've been finishing off Sex Education. One thing I am going to say. Are you say, educated? Yes. <laughs> my children thought it might be inappropriate for me to watch, and I'm like, really? Where do you think I've been most of my life? Where do you think you came from? Anyway, so the one thing that everybody's been talking about, and people love it or people hate it. Yeah. And the one thing I'm going to say is, from my point of view, do not waste two hours of your time watching. Don't look up. Oh. <laughs> it was just so
1: um, really, did I it. did watch it. I, I enjoyed bits of it. The the Observation of social media. Yes. I enjoyed that. I, I thought it was hmm. a, quite a funny way of putting it. But yeah. Yeah. No, people have been, have been saying, better. watch it. And I've just
0: been going saying, don't watch it.
1: Anyway.
0: don't look at that. <laughs> don't look up. So what have you got coming up on the site in the next week or so?
1: Um, there's a great company, I think it's Australian, but they also are in South Africa. And mm-hmm. they aim to plant 100 million trees a year by 2024. They're trying to accelerate reforestation. They use drones for good, and they have this biotechnology. They they suss out an area, get the right seeds, everything where it's going to work the best, how it you know. Mm. So it's it's they're not just throwing seeds from the air. There's there's a lot of planning that goes into it, and they are trying to repopulate the Clan William cedars. Mm. So so we've got a lot about that coming up. How they are saving it? And oh, we've also got some stunning photos of Mount Nelson that we already put some on, and we've got more coming up that'll be on the Facebook page, SA People. Mm. Um, because, you know, uh, s- some South Africans from Johannesburg are staying there at the moment because it's never been such a good price. So
0: yeah. um, it's a beautiful place to be, I must say. I've yeah. only been there for tea and to go and check out the fact that they have this incredible system with all of their waste. And I know the people who went and helped them set up their system for um, making compost. And they make their own compost, which they then put into the gardens. And they oh, recycle everything, which is great. But with the seeds, I love the idea because, I mean, there's so many critically endangered species, plant species. We're not talking about animals. And the fact that the, the plant poaching at the moment has become so huge. Yeah. Um, and, and we discussed that quite a lot along the way. I must tell you, my favorite story, though, from New Year's Day was from my little neck of the woods and anybody who's ever been to Joburg and into Parkhurst will know that they would have had to go to the Jolly Roger, which is one of the old pubs, which has been around for years and years. So it came up on the I Love Parkhurst Facebook page. going, um, Does anybody have a contact f- number for the owner of um, the Jolly Roger? Because... um <clears throat> Somebody obviously had a huge party and is stuck up on the balcony outside (laughs) upstairs. So can somebody please go and save him? He looks like he has a bit of a hangover. So the entire neighborhood mobilized to find the owner to be able to save this poor man on New Year's Day. Oh, no.
1: So he'd been there from the night before?
0: Yeah, they'd partied up the night before because of course lockdown was, uh, there was no more curfew. Yeah, So yeah. people could party on, on New Year's Eve. So obviously he had a really good party. I'm wondering how he's feeling now. <laughs> <laughs> don't know who it was though. So we're not going to out him. Don't worry. Oh, good that he
1: didn't try to jump down or climb down.
0: No. Can you imagine the people though walking along the street and just seeing this dude hanging over there? I'm stuck. <laughs> I loved that. I thought it was a great story. Anyhow, well, that's it for this week. And of course, um, we didn't um do a podcast last week and and the saddest thing for me of course was the passing of the arch and of course betty white as well so I i mean you know both amazingly good innings but they're two people who I really respected and looked up to and i think that the world will be a much poorer place for the loss of both of them so to all of the people who love them for having had them
1: exactly exactly yeah yeah, they will
0: not be All forgotten. right, forgotten so you're going to keep on bringing the wonderful stories that we need to know about what's happening with South Africans here and abroad and thank you for doing all you do and and all the, the happiness that we have from hearing all of this okay so that's it for this week we will catch you again next week and um, don't forget if you have some great stories or even pictures you can always pop along onto the Facebook page or sapeople.com I'm sure that Jenny would love to see or hear from you Yes, Jenny. I would.
1: <laughs> yes, I would. Thank you. Thanks, mao I hope you have a good week.
0: Thank you, you too. And we'll catch you again next time. Take care and goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.